Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself, beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. Hey friends! Ah, it's the end of February and... I hope that you have had a good month. I hope that you have really tapped into creating the relationship with your body that you want. And I really hope that that connection has been made and that there is a beginning of trust there. That you are beginning to be able to trust your body and know that it's going to take care of you. And I hope you've had many conversations with your body about how you feel and about where you want to be and all of those things. And if you haven't listened to this month's episodes, go back and listen to them because they will be very helpful. And I know that if you do the action steps that I've said in the episodes that you will, um, have a healed relationship with your body. And if you've been going through the Body Love Freedom program, um, please let me know what you're thinking of it and how it's helping you um, heal that relationship with your body. I'd love, love, love to know. So, okay, let's move forward. Today, I want to talk about how to start trusting your body. So I hope that this past month um, has given you some tools on how to begin creating that relationship And now I want to move on into the idea of beginning to trust your body. And it came from a question I got a while ago about wondering if I'm doing everything right, or if I'm doing it right, or if I'm doing it wrong, or, you know, am I doing the right things to get my body where I want it to go? I never really know. I feel like I'm just like kind of dizzy and I don't really know how to get where I want to go. And I really think that all stems back to trust and wondering if we trust our bodies enough to believe that they will take us where we want to go if we begin to listen to them. So today's 
podcast is straight from my heart. (laughs) Normally I write notes and kind of try to have a little bit of a direction for you, but today I'm just speaking and whatever comes is what I hope you're supposed to hear. And the first thing that I want to say, and you need to write this down in your journal or something, (laughs) big letters, there is no right or wrong way to do it. There's no right or wrong, okay? So many times when we're comparing ourselves to others, to other women, to other women's bodies, whatever it is, we have this image that there's a perfectly right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. And I want you to know before we move on and talk about anything else, that there is no right or wrong answer. There's no right or wrong weight, size, look, shape, anything. It's not right or wrong. It's who you are. And you can begin to learn to trust your body in a way that you give it what it needs to get where you want to go. And that's going to look different for everyone. And there's no right or wrong path. If you think about the paths that you've been on throughout your life, your path has looked different than someone else's. And that's okay. I, my mom always told me that I was the person that always had to learn things the hard way. Thanks, mom. But it's true. I tend to do things more wrong <laughs> than I do right because I learn from the things that I do wrong. And I usually take a very roundabout way to get to my goals because I tend to I don't know what it is, but I just kind of tend to do all the wrong things that lead me to the right thing. And maybe that's a metaphor for life of like, we're constantly trying to um, find the path and we're doing all these things that are trying to help us get there. And anyway, I brought wrong and right into it, which I shouldn't have done. But um, what I want you to know is there's there's no wrong or right way to do it. And um, the path that you're going on is the perfect path for you. And that's what matters. And it doesn't have to look perfect, but it's what you need. It's the perfect lessons that you need. So hopefully that has like stuck with you and I hope it will stick with you that there's no right or wrong way to do it. And I'm not going to tell you the perfect answer or anything like that. But I do want to teach you how to begin trusting your body and believing that it can take you where you want, where you want it to go and to help you create maybe some changes that you want, wherever you, whatever that looks like for you. It, it just doesn't really matter what it is. It could be a physical change. It could be an emotional change. It could be, um, maybe you want to run a marathon. Maybe you want to just have better nutrition, more energy. Like it, it doesn't really matter, but I really want you to think about how do we start building this relationship of trust that if I give you what you, you need body, you'll give me what I need. And this may stem from a lot of feelings and emotions that you've had about your body. Maybe you feel like your body has let you down in the past or failed you or you've never been able to take it where you want to go. And so it feels like there's a very broken trust there and that's okay. And if that's the case, I recommend you go back and listen and listen to this month's episodes because I think they will really help you get like primed for a place where you're ready to trust your body. And if you've listened to them, I hope you're in that place right now where you want to start trusting your body and believing that it's possible for you. So 
Why have you struggled trusting your body? I'm going to say something and I hope it's not too mean, but I don't think you've given it a chance. I don't think you've given it a full chance to trust. And I don't know if that's the best way to say it, but basically we've got to keep trying. We can't give up. And so many times when the diet doesn't work or um, something, we get a diagnosis or something, um, it feels in that moment that it's failed us and that we can't trust it. And so probably more than saying that you haven't given it a chance, I would rather say maybe you haven't stuck with it. You haven't been willing to say, okay, body, I'm here with you through all of it. And I'm going to connect with you and I'm going to create this relationship with you through all of the ups and downs, through all of the hard things, through all of the good things. And I'm going to trust that you'll get me through those hard things. So maybe I should change that. Instead of saying you haven't given a chance, maybe let's say you keep going keep going. The things that you've learned about your body, maybe the failures that you have or the letdowns that have happened, um, keep going. Keep looking at them as a lesson and saying, okay, well, this is a great lesson for me. Maybe I can learn from it. So how do we start trusting our body? I really want you to think about being a scientist of your own body. Isn't that kind of interesting? How can I be a scientist about my body? Because Our bodies are so different and our bodies are different from other women and our bodies are also very different throughout different seasons of our lives. I feel like when I hit 30, I don't know, my body like started changing in ways I didn't understand. (laughs) And maybe if you're older than that, you can help prepare me for future years. But um, there were things like, I just, I was like, what? This has always been this way and now it's this way and it's changed. And, um... And so we're always evolving and our body is always changing. And sometimes things happen that we don't have control over. And sometimes we have control over some things and it's okay. And so I really want you to look at your body from a scientific perspective. Start listening to it. Start being like, okay, I'm going to try some things. And I'm going to get rid of the right and wrong thoughts. And just start learning and start trying And I recommend, you know, it's okay to have guidelines, right? We know the general health guidelines, and I don't think there's anything wrong with them. Eat your fruits and vegetables, eat good fats, you know, eat your proteins, drink lots of water. Like we know, you know, get your body moving. We know these things are good for our body. Scientifically, they've shown to help us increase energy, to help us um, keep moving our body freely instead of being restricted and limited in movement. Um, they've, they know, we know that they'll help us um, live a longer life, live a fuller life, um, feel better in our daily lives. Like all of these things, it's okay that science exists. And it's okay to say, okay, I recognize that I have good, I have good guidelines. I want to try to increase my fruits and vegetables in my diet. I want to try to limit my sugars. Like those kinds of things, it's okay to have those thoughts. And sometimes we get so emotional that we forget that these guidelines can just be very logical. Instead of just saying like, well, I can't, I'm addicted to sugar. Let's just talk about okay, maybe I just need to explore what it would look like to 
eat food that fuels my body unless that doesn't. Maybe I need to explore what it looks like to not have the sugar in my house that I normally snack on. Maybe I need to bring sugar in because I tend to go crazy when I don't have it and and I want to eat a little bit each day or something like just thinking about that so that we're not we're not on the extremes. I really, the biggest thing that we want to move away from is the extremes, the extreme dieting and the extreme freedom with no regulation or self-regulation or like, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, control, or I don't even know if that's the right word, but, but we really want to bring it to the middle and thinking about where is the balance here? I want to live a balanced lifestyle. I want to be a woman of wellness and this is what that looks like. And so then you look at the guidelines of, you know, drinking water because it's really good for your body and we don't see it as like a must do. It's just, oh yeah, I understand that that supports my body in a positive way. And then we take those and we say, okay, how can I, how can I start listening to my body? How can I start trying to listen and create the connection of trust. And a lot of times when we're in the diet mentality, when we're um, stuck in like, is there a right way or a wrong way? We listen to other people's advice about our own body. And I believe, and I know if you've been around here for a while, you know this, I believe that every woman knows and is capable of knowing what her body wants and needs within herself. And I'm just here to help you find that. So start listening to your body. First, do you pay attention to your hunger and fullness levels? Do you know what they feel like? Do you listen to them? Do you honor them? Do you eat when you're hungry? Do you stop when you're full? Remember, we're taking some emotions out of this. I understand we're going to be talking about emotions in a minute. But thinking about hunger, thinking about fullness... Do you ignore your hunger because diets have told you to? Do you have a really hard time stopping when you're full because you're in the diet mentality and you're afraid you're not going to get this tomorrow or you're afraid you're going to have to go back on your diet? What if you just threw all those rules out and just said, okay, I'm feeling kind of hungry. I'm going to eat. And it doesn't matter how much I eat. It doesn't matter what I eat. I'm just listening to my body. If you do this, and I, because I know what's probably coming up in your, in your brain, you're like, no way, I would go so out of control if I like didn't have parameters. And I want you to know that you won't. (laughs) I want you to know that the more consistent we are with feeding ourselves, the less we binge. If we feed ourselves, we don't binge as much. Just take my word for it. (laughs) Um, So honoring your hunger and your fullness, listening. I'm feeling a little hungry. I'm going to have a snack. I'm feeling pretty hungry. I'm going to have a meal. Oh, you know what? I'm pretty hungry. It's been a few hours since I've eaten. I'm going to eat. I'm going to stop what I'm doing. I'm going to eat. Listening. Oh, you know what? I'm at dinner. I feel full, but my my plate is still full. Like, what should I do here? I'm just going to stop. I'm just going to take a minute. Maybe I remove my plate from me and I'm just going to listen to how my body feels. That's all. We complicate it so much. And remember all those thoughts that are going to come in. I know it's like, well, I don't know what it feels like and all this stuff. Start trying. Be the scientist. Maybe, you know, you get to a place where you go, oh man, I definitely overate. Like I thought I was full, but I was definitely over full. Next time I'm going to eat, I'm going to listen a little bit better. Or yeah, I totally didn't honor my hunger. I 
I felt hungry, but I was just busy and I didn't do anything about it. And now I'm starving and chips is the only thing in front of me. Like really thinking about that and honoring is going to help you so much. So we honor our hunger and fullness. Start listening to what it feels like. Then feel your emotions. So many times we use food to numb or ignore our emotions or deal with them. But what if you sat down and allowed yourself to feel what you're feeling? It's not wrong to have emotions. It's not wrong to experience the things that you're experiencing. You are entitled to feeling the way that you feel. But so many times we try to ignore it and pretend that we don't feel it. And I really want you to think about that. Think about feeling those emotions. Sit with them. Be with them. What are you experiencing? What could help you not feel that emotion? If you're stressed and you're chronically stressed, what if you just sat with that? What does it feel like in your body to feel stressed? You feel yucky. You feel tired. You feel like your heart's racing all the time. And a lot of times we don't pay attention to it until it's way far in a not a happy place, right? And so I really want you to just take a minute and stop when you feel an emotion. I'm feeling anger. What is this? You can even say like, okay, well, where am I at my cycle? Like, does it make sense that I'm feeling anger? Am I having some like PMS symptoms? Or I don't know, like we could really ask those questions. And, and, or maybe you're like, something happened today that is leaving me angry and I need to figure out what to do about it. Instead of just turning to food, what if you just felt those emotions? That would be huge. That's a huge step in beginning to trust your body that it's going to tell you what it needs and you've got to honor it and give it what it needs. So we talked a little bit about, you know, responding to stress instead of ignoring it. And I was actually thinking about adding, you know, like tracking your cycle. I have never been, I I don't know, this is like a new world to me about cycle syncing. And I don't know if you've heard much of it, but, um, where you, you know, plan your life around your cycle and because you have ups and downs and you, and it's not even about like trying to ignore it. It's just recognizing that our body goes through cycles, literally goes through cycles of more energy and less energy and fatigue. And, you know, we're, we're, we're just like doing so much inside our bodies. Our bodies are working hard. (laughs) I would say like our bodies are pretty amazing, aren't they? Like I just think it's kind of interesting that the women get all this stuff (laughs) because we are tough. That's what I'm going to say. And you know what? We've got to kind of, we've got to go through waves (laughs) of ups and downs and working through our um, changing bodies. And so maybe it's time to track your cycle and see, oh, like, yeah, it makes sense that I'm more tired this week. Or yeah, I was, I've been told that, you know, when, um, you know, I'm about to start my cycle, I might be more hungry. And that makes sense that I'm having some cravings. Maybe I'm going to eat a little bit more food. Like it just, it's from a very scientific standpoint of, hey, I'm starting to listen to my body and I'm starting to recognize that this is something that could happen. Um, And then I'm going to do something about it. And I'm actually really excited. I'm going to give you a little sneak peek because I have Heather, Dr. Heather Rhodes coming and she is a colleague of mine. And if you've been around here for a while, we've, we've done some fun stuff together, but, um, we're going to be talking in the next couple of weeks about the science behind the physical change of your body and your hormones. And it's going to be really good. So 
turn on any notification <laughs> that you have to make sure that you're there for that. Um, I'm really excited about it. So um, really, uh, the biggest thing that I want you to take away from this discussion is that it's all about being the scientist. It's all about trying to listen. And you could create an affirmation from that. I am working every day to listen to my body. And so then you remind yourself that when you're in a crazy state and you know you feel this way, you remind yourself, oh yeah, I'm listening. I'm going to stop for a minute and I'm going to listen. Body, what are you telling me? Do I need some rest? Do I need to push a little bit? I was sharing on Instagram a little while ago, um, 2020 was kind of a season of needing to renew <laughs> and rest for me. Um, I'll admit I was like two years postpartum, but I think my body, I just don't know. We had a rough first year of postpartum because of a tricky baby. <laughs> I love her dearly. Um, but I just, whatever the science says, you know, where it's like two years and your body's recovered, my body didn't get the full recovery and it wasn't necessarily physical. It was, a, it was very much like, well, it was physical, but it was also like, I was struggling. There was a lot of stress um, with this cute little, at the time, toddler, and it was affecting me. And I don't think I had ever fully like recovered from the effects of the first year of her life. And let's just say my body was worn out. <laughs> I think that's the best thing I can say. Even though, like, in scientific standpoint, I was technically two years, like a year and a half postpartum. Um, but my body took a beating for the first year with the way that she slept and ate and oh, it was just hard. And so um, I just took, I just rested and renewed a little bit more that year and, and it was okay. And I was okay with it. And I have this kind of new excitement for this year. I have some push goals that I want to work on. And I feel like my body is, is in this place that's, that's ready for that. So, um, I just really want you to be thinking as you're looking at your body and, and starting to trust your body, I want you to think about everything that you do. How can I course correct? Is there a way that I can course correct and bring this back together and get back on track and not from a diet standpoint, but just like, okay, I stopped listening to myself or I stopped honoring my hunger. I stopped listening to my emotions and we're on this path and maybe you've deviated a little bit. You've ignored listening to your body. And I just want you to think course correct, course correct. Take a minute to course correct. How can I get back on this path? How can I start learning to trust my body? So I don't know if that's like the best answer. <laughs> I hope it's the best answer, but I really want you to be thinking, you know, trusting your body requires you to start listening to it and start honoring it and start giving it some of the things that it needs. And with time, your body will respond. And so much of diet culture is about ignoring our body and doing what the plan tells us to do. And I want you to start listening to what your body is telling you. Do you need more rest? Do you need to push more? Do you need more water? Have you lim are you limited on fruits and vegetables today and your energy is low? Have you had protein? Have you had fats? Like It's not necessarily about checking it off the list. It's just about listening. Oh yeah, I've heard that um, carbohydrates give me energy and my diet has always told me not to eat carbs. And so I'm trying to bring in some carbs, like really thinking through these things. And it doesn't have to be about perfection. It just has to be about progress. So 
I hope this was helpful. I hope it has given you some things to think about. This is a um, choose your own adventure episode where you get to take the things that I've said and mold it into what makes sense for you and then move forward with it. So thank you for being here today. And I would love to hear any of your takeaways from this episode. Shoot me a message on Instagram or email or anything like that. And Also, if you love this podcast, would you please write a review? I know it helps more women find it when there are reviews and people, other people that like it. So please write a review or share it with someone in your life. And um, I'll be back in March. Okay, my friend, if you love the Woman of Wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.